Hey, what's going on? It's the Back to Warcraft podcast episode number 23. It is August 25th of the year 2021. And <laughs> wow, that was pretty sick. That's a good way to start off. And uh, I'm having a good time. You know, vacation due is uh, is having a really good time. It's towards the end of my, my vacation, but I'm feeling good. I'm joined with Neo, who's been working like a dog, working like a dog. I don't think this guy's had a break of day. I don't think he's seen the sun in like the last 11 days. He's just been casting like crazy. Giannis, how, how the fuck are you doing, my man? Damn, brother, you got the numerals down today. Right mm. date, right month, right year, right, maybe right episode number. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I guess... Um, to be honest, I'm doing great. You're absolutely right that I had very little time off recently. Um, pretty much, I don't know when the last day off was, but I have two days off in a row now. Um, little bit of working in the office, uh, but, but no casting for two days, which is going to be great. And I am enjoying myself a lot streaming. I feel great. That's good. What? Uh, why? I don't really know. Um, I feel, and this is something I've said a lot of time before, that I just always have a good, well, try to have a good mood online and try to help people on stream and, you know, see them eye to eye as much as that's possible. I'm not slouching and hang here and it's grumpy and all is bad and the world is shit but you know i'm uh i hope i'm welcoming i'm hope i'm putting people in a good mood and i get a lot of that back recently which is really nice people say that i'm very encouraging and uh set a nice atmosphere and it's all working out great and i don't know why it feels like i didn't change anything but it's just a good feeling recently and for those of the people that did that, I will, uh, if you invoice me, I will, I will pay that out for you. Thank you for, for being nice to Neo while I was on vacation. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Clearly it's working. So I think there's about 15 of you, uh, send that invoice in and I'll pay that out. Um, but yeah, that's good, Neo. I'm glad to see that you're doing so well and everyone's been so kind. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Wow. You ridicule this, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the you're making, the you're making fun of me feeling good. I am a little bit. Yeah. I just asked, like, what changed? You're like, everyone's so nice. But I'm like, yeah, the Twitch chat's been nice. Yeah. I've been tuning in a few times. Yeah. That's people good. are really appreciative. We had mm. a lot of people on the stream, which we will talk about later. And even, like, for... I cast a bronze cup today, and we had 1,400 people. Was... I think... Um, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad for that, because I do think that... At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's a Twitch Warcraft 3 broadcast stream. Yeah. Right. So we just cast Warcraft. But I think the 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 mindset has always been where is Moon and Lynn, right? Like yeah. high level games. But there is some entertaining shit going on at any MMR. It doesn't matter. And I think that Jim Newbie League has shown that. I think the the four players bronze has shown that. There's so many initiatives that have shown that even the lower MMR players have really, really exciting games. And um, at the end of the day, people just want to watch Warcraft 3. So that's that's beauty, man. It's great. It's great that we could fill the calendar with a bunch of shit because the calendar's fucking full. <laughs> and it's like everyone's enjoying it. It's like perfect. Yeah, and that is like summertime at the moment. This is usually not when people enjoy streams. I mean, of course, there's still a pandemic and maybe people aren't traveling as much or not spending as much time on the beach or whatever. 
Uh, but summer is like even last year when everything was locked down, numbers in summer weren't great. Um, there was a clear dip from June to September. And we're not even in September right now. And it's all like it's still good numbers. Um, quite fascinating. I don't really know why, but I'm happy about it. And I don't question it too much. I'm just riding the wave. Maybe people went out in July and June and now they've got it all out of their system and they're broke and they need to stay home and watch Warcraft 3. <laughs> well, they and got this sick is why, of it. This is, and this is the roaring Septembers now. We're in the roaring <laughs> Septembers where everyone's at home and everyone's just going to watch Warcraft 3 and, and it's going to be exciting. Yeah, maybe um, after one and a half years of being locked down, nobody actually wants to socialize anymore. True. I hate people. Oh, oh, brother. We can talk. No, that's not true. That's not true at all. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it, you never know, right? I mean, the summer is always just up and down. It's like a, it's like a wild card, um, because that is statistically and realistically the the worst time to stream on Twitch because people aren't inside unless they're like me and they're fucking losers. <laughs> but uh, if you're like me, then you will. Um, but uh, for the most part, people like to go outside and enjoy themselves. I've been having a really good vacation though, man. I, I I've learned a lot about myself, dude, in a month. Did you like I just did, did you explore had, your buddy and found I've, I've just <laughs> I've just <laughs> found he's my buddy. Yeah. Not buddy, your body. You know? Found uh Oh, I was thinking about something completely different. Found, uh, found some places that, you know, didn't discover before, maybe. And I've what's, just what's been, going I've on just, in Beetle Land? I've just had more time to think about like what I'm doing with my life Ooh. and the what I want to do dark with my thoughts, life. Then. No, they're good. <laughs> they're good thoughts, man. Like I had a really good talk with the old man and he was kind of just like, um, because you know, like a big thing for me was I was trying to like get myself out there and find a girlfriend and, and try to like have a reason to step away from the computer. Um, and he was just like, dude, you work hard. There's nothing wrong with that. You like, like you're here to work and you, and you're killing it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't be, don't be ashamed of being a hard worker. And I was like, oh, and he's like, you don't have to feel like you need to do more and you don't have to feel like you need to force things. It'll come naturally. And he's like, don't worry about girls. They'll come too. I'm like, all right. So it was like, it was like a really nice talk. And then when I thought about that, I was like, now I know like kind of what I want to keep doing. And uh, I think I've always just trying to like keep myself busy here, but I've always had that back window, but I've kind of just like let go of that window. And now I just want to focus on what I enjoy. And if I enjoy it, then I feel good. And if I feel good, it's a better product and just overall better. So like this whole three weeks or whatever has been just me going like, you know what? I know what I'm meant to do. Yeah. This is pretty much a similar experience to what I had just not living this grind, not being the hamster in the wheel of doing one thing after the next, but you know, let let thoughts uh, breathe a little, let them let them flourish, let them grow, let them grow. Yeah. So just overall, really nice. And like, I don't know about you, but I have this thing where if I lay in bed and try to think, I just get like a huge mental block. And like that's what the hamster in the wheel thing is. It's just day after day, I'm not like reflecting on anything. I'm just kind of like grinding. And it's a very stressful situation to be in because you don't feel like uh, anything's moving, which is, it's weird. It's weird to think like that, but uh, that's how I felt for a long time. So this vacation has just helped me, um, has helped me realize that, you know, I've been a lot more healthier. I got myself a Fitbit. Oh. Tracking my steps. I'm tracking my steps. I'm tracking my heart rate. I'm tracking my calories in. I'm tracking my sleep. 
Um, the alarm sucks on it, just vibrates. So I'm not going <laughs> to use that for my alarm, or I'm going to get well, fired from my job for being late. I'm, but um, I'm pretty sure you're going to get uh, or make use of that somehow. Ah, if you right, people so, on the so audio anyway. version, if you people on the audio version just didn't see Vito's face, that was a smirk, like no other. You know hey, the exactly. Al- the alarm doesn't work. The alarm doesn't work, but the vibrations are a tingly, boys. <laughs> they are a tingly. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I just um, it's it's been good. But you know what? I gotta say this. I'm really really happy. I'm excited to come back, man. I'm excited to come back. I want to come back. I feel like every time I write in a Discord. It's like illegal, and I shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I scolded I, you in week one for that. Yeah, you did because I didn't go away. And uh, Carson said it too. He's like, "Go outside." Like he saw me in a Twitch chat. He's like, "What are you doing here?" But the the truth is, I just I I can't shake it. I love it too. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been streaming a lot on my own personal stream. To be honest, I'm going to be streaming right after this recording. Uh, for a couple, I've been doing like eight and a half hour grinds too. Like I've been really enjoying just not having to do anything. Like I could just do whatever I want right now on vacation and it feels good. Um, but, but yeah, very, very happy to come back. I mean, I am back at my work, work job right now. I've been back since Monday. Um, but the back to Warcraft, I, I think I'm off till the 30th. I still want to take some time, but, um, yeah, no, it's just great, man. I, I can't, uh, I can't, encourage this enough like if, if you feel like you're a hamster stuck in the wheel and just things aren't moving it's so good to just take and whatever at whatever extent i mean i haven't taken 100 percent cold turkey from the computer um but just like any just get out of the out of the bubble just for a second it's very it's very therapeutic man like you took a much different approach on your vacation you literally turned your phone off like you were just gone and you turned it whenever on whenever you wanted um which is probably like really cold turkey but still like this was enough for me so um, just happy to, happy to get back next week and, and, uh, get Plus you guys are fucking breaking records when I'm not around. Like, what the fuck you, I, I can't have that. I, 14 I can't have you guys. freaking thousand people watching Warcraft three on a Sunday af- uh, afternoon. Yeah. Oh, I was the first so happy. One, I was Crunch so... was the first one to be like, yeah, well they broke the record while you were gone. So obviously you have no impact on back to Warcraft and he just put me in my place. So I can't have it. You know, I got to come back and I, I got to do something, but yeah, just a lot of shit's been going on. So it's, it's really good. Yeah. I uh, thought about opening a clan, like 14 K as a clan tag. Sounds really good to me now. I'm so proud about that. Before we move on to like numbers and shit, um, like let nobody tell you that, enjoying you however is a wrong thing just because you're inside or watching twitch or whatever if that's the thing you need right now then that's the thing you need right now um i i tried to read a lot more even after my vacation i did that when i when i was on holidays but now i don't really feel it so instead i'm playing final fantasy 14 in like when everything is done so from i don't know midnight to 3 a.m or something three hours a day and i just enjoy sitting on my chocobo, have the autopilot on, and just ride to another place and explore it or whatever. I'm still sitting in front of the computer. I'm still not, like, socializing too much or whatever, but I just enjoy this a lot. Not that I'm addicted or something before people are are scared that Final Fantasy takes me out of the Warcraft 3 bubble, no. But yeah, um, it's probably not what other people would suggest. It's not a vacation uh, on Mallorca or whatever. It's just, you know, that, that just feels right. And if things feel right, just uh, follow them. Do you want to hear a really embarrassing story that happened today? 
So it's my sister's birthday on the weekend. So um, she bought me this shitty chair for 200 bucks. So I had to reciprocate and spend money on her naturally, right? So uh, she's like an esthetician. So she does like eyelashes and makeup and shit. So I got her the like $400 gift card to the place where she buys material because I'm fucking balling right now. And then um, she likes Prosecco white wine. So I bought two $20 bottles and Dom Perignon champagne, which is $300 bottle. So I spent. Are you fuck fucking money, right? nuts? You spent seven hundred fifty dollars on. A I'm gonna be that uncle, dude. I'm gonna be that uncle that just spoils the kids and spends a fuckload of money and gets like no love. That's gonna be like my role. <laughs> He's just gonna fun. be like, just take the gift. We invite him because the gifts are balling. But then once he leaves, it, you know, just enjoy the gifts and move on. That's that's my role, okay? But I play it well. But I like to give. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm a giver. Okay, mm-hmm. if 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 you if you have it in your purview to help people out. Then I like to do that. I like to make people happy. It's just in my nature, um, and it doesn't matter what the cost is. Like when I had five hundred dollars in my bank account, I would spend like three hundred. You know. So what like did I, I get got... for my birthday from you? Uh, Corsair sponsorship. Kind of true. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so anyway, so lucky, <laughs> lucky you came up with that. Okay, so so I'm at the the liquor store, okay, and I'm buying this Dom Perignon champagne, and it's literally kept in a rack outside. Like everything else is like you could just grab it off the thing, but this is like see how she has to bring a key, she has to open this up. You look like a big shot, okay? And I'm not trying to do that, but I'm like, hey, I need, I want, I wanted a very expensive bottle of wine because it's uh, it's her dirty thirty birthday. So I was like, you know what? Let's it's it's a special one. It's not like fucking thirty two or some shit, right? Like, how old are you? Me, thirty two. Yeah, yeah. Your next birthday, thirty three. Nobody gives a fuck, right? But this is thirty. Okay, it's very important. So I, she opens the key. She she takes out the Dom Perignon, and I'm. She's like, oh, let me bring it to the front for you. So all these people in line are just watching me get escorted to the front line for this giant order. And the one guy that's cashing me out goes. Oh my God, how much is this? Like a huge deal. You know what I mean? No. He's like, how much is this? He rings it up. It's like 360 bucks bill. Okay. So he goes 359. I go, okay, debit, please. Not credit. Cause I'm fucking killing it. Right? Like this is going to come out of my bank account, not a credit card. So I insert and I ring it in card declined. I'm like, no, fuck it. That is your worst fucking nightmare by the way when you're in a store if you're ever in a store your worst nightmare i can't think of anything worse than card declined okay mm-hmm. though my f- two favorite or two least favorite words mm-hmm. so i'm like let's try it again and then as i'm doing the second time as a normal reaction first thing you do is you pull out your phone and you're like did i just buy someone a tesla where's all my fucking money so i open my bank account boom i'm balling okay so it's not my end so i try it again card declined now, buddy across the counter's giving me the look like, oh, look at this big shot. Card declined. You look like a loser. So I'm like, fuck. I'm like, is there an ATM around here? And he goes, yeah, there's one right here. And I go, okay. So I'm embarrassed, right? I'm super embarrassed. Why, who wouldn't be? So I go over to the ATM and I'm like, please, God, please work. Pop it in. Pull out 400 bucks. Approved. <laughs> saved baby now he probably thinks i pulled it out my credit card just to save face yep. but no it was still the debit card okay but he probably thinks i fucking tried to save face because i'm broke but the, it was so embarrassing and i don't know if you guys have ever been in that situation dude it fucking sucked um but we got it done we, we got it done and uh does that ever happen to you <laughs> first of all i never ever spent nearly as much money on a gift like you just did like, not even close. Really? Yeah. I On family? 
Never ever. Not even on best friends. Uh, I'm really bad for that. Like when I had a girlfriend, I, I think I spent like 600 bucks on Christmas. Um, I think I spent like an extra 400 just on her cousins, her like parent. Like I'm really bad. I'm bad with money. Like I'm not. I see that. I don't understand. I don't understand the concept of a dollar. Like I just spend it. Um, it's definitely my fault. But you've never really, like, never. No. I, Are you a twenty dollar gift card guy? I always made myself rare, so my appearance is already a gift to them. <laughs> That's not enough. Why are you what laughing? Else do you give. What else do you give? I don't know. Your appearance, dude, that's the most self-centered thing you've ever said, by the way, on this podcast. 23 yeah. episodes. You're like, no, I'm here now. So you, that's it. You don't know my family. Maybe then. No, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if you like, maybe you wouldn't give them a $300 bottle either. And to be honest, and let me extend an olive branch. My sister, the, the one that I'm buying this for, always wants to hang out always messages me how I'm doing and I'm so busy that sometimes I leave her unread. I don't respond. We barely hang out like maybe once a year, maybe twice a year. So do I, I feel a little bit of guilt because she makes an effort and I'm just too busy. Like then I'm just, literally too busy. Just take the time and do something with her. Yeah. Like I FaceTimed her last week, but it's not enough. So, so my theory is, well, here's money and things <laughs> And there, that good. Now leave me alone for two months. Okay, okay, <laughs> different approach. I think the most expensive thing I ever gotten someone was a one hundred fifty dollar concert ticket to Elton John. I think. Oh my god! Most expensive gift I've ever given I was I bought I bought my ex girlfriend's parents like five hundred dollar spa session. Jesus fuck! No, nah, would so never can, do so that. They can, so they can have whatever fun in the hot tub. <laughs> but uh, that's kind of yeah. gross. Is that too hey! much information? No, it's fine. But hey, did we already mention that we got 14,000 people on a Warcraft stream in 2021? Did we? So jealous. Did Incredible. We, did we brag about that enough? We got 14,000 people on stream. That was so sick, dude. Of course, we went into this. War 3 Champions Finals. No, we wanted to have a different flow. Anyway, I want to brag about this now. Because it was so freaking cool. Um, day one was already super sick. Because Hawk beat Happy in a best of three. Completely mm -hmm. out of nowhere. You saw Hawk during DreamHack, right? You saw the post-game interview. Did. That dude looked like he is in the middle of a huge depression. A divorce. And she's taking the kids, the, the money, and the house. Yeah, he looked like down bad. Boom. Super down bad. He looked like he has no clue what to do against Undead. He has no clue what to do against Orc. Uh, he feel like... Late game versus night, I was also bad. And in Mirror, you know, it's a gamble. That's how he looked like. Mm. So, day goes, day, day starts. And this kid is up against Chemico first round. And I thought, okay, that's B-Stream. Because that's not even going to be close. And Chemico is taking this. And this is me, who always shits on Chemico's human mirror, right? For years. Right. Hawk 2-0. Like, oh, dude. That's quite something. Well, maybe, you know, ping-related. Goes on. Face colorful. Destroys the WGL champion. Yeah, Absolute what's up with colorful lately? Colorful's actually playing like shit right now. What is going on? Absolute annihilation. I don't know, man. Feels like WGL. I, I, I heard he's doing. I heard he's doing a lot of random for, like, stream and shit. Like, I heard he's fucking around a lot, but damn, dude. Like, he's actually... Dude, he looks so bad. Yeah. Like, he looked still, like he didn't want to be there. No, nah, I think he still has 
fun. Like whenever we had him on, he looked like fun. But maybe, mm. you know, just taking, n not taking things too serious. Maybe he got that 50K or whatever it was from WGL and has a couple of well, there's, easy Well, there's lives. no way he got paid already. There's, there's no way he got paid already. Let's, let's not fucking sugarcoat. Now. He's, he'll get paid next year and then he'll be loving it. But he hasn't got paid shit right now. There's Who knows? No so then there's Hawk no goes on, is no, up against Happy. And we all know, like, okay, we've seen this a million times in ESL Cups. We, you, introduced anti-spoiler black screen to videos so people don't see that it's done in 20 minutes. They were best of fives, decided in 15 minutes. And the first map starts. It's Tidehunters. Happy moves over. Kills absolutely everything that Hawk has. All the creeps at the spot. All the workers. Game over in 3 minutes 30. Okay. Every other happy game. Let's go. And then Hawk didn't turn it up to 10, not to 11. This dude turned it up to 17 and a half and just played the best games of his life. And that was so sick. And I couldn't believe it. Remo couldn't believe it. Carson couldn't believe it. 10,000 people on the stream couldn't believe it. Twitch said was in flames. Roof blown off, happy in the lower bracket. And it's perfect, too, because you guys were on the front page. So it's like the biggest exposure for the biggest upset. True. So it was like a perfect concoction of like, holy shit, this is going uh, uh, like way better than planned. I mean, this is and that's that's the story of War 2 Champions for a while. I mean, it's just it's, it's always been the best event um, viewer wise and exposure wise. People love it. Um, but to get that story for them is big. I mean, uh, Dust League, I would love to get a happy dethroned in Dust League, but he hates me and he won't play my shit. <laughs> but uh, for War 3 Champions to get that story is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, man. Um, then, Day 2 wasn't the greatest. We had a lot of a, a couple of games at the same time. I thought that Exalt vs. Tot would draw a little more, but it was pretty early in the day. The Americas weren't awake yet, I think. Um... Also, the games weren't too high. It was also a short day, so viewership there wasn't too crazy. And then Sunday was just... Hawk vs. Focus was not the Hawk versus Starbucks series where he got completely demolished. It was Focus pretty dominant in the end, and there we had like 50% of our dream finale, a kind of a storyline that we all spun from... from friday on that we would love to have a focus for his happy grand final and we repeated that over and over and we knew that happy had a pretty long run through the lower bracket and there was like a sock a law lion and then the rematch against hawk and it was all so hype and we all like the story that was so cool because with every match we got closer to the perfect outcome that we wanted to have in Focus versus Happy, because Happy, you know, not the greatest versus Org, and Focus on a tear at the moment. And then it happened, and it was so cool. It was Happy versus Koreans. Oh my god, it's happening twice in a row. And then, oh my god, Happy versus Hawk the rematch. What's going on? Hawk gets the 1-0 lead of all things. That narrative of the storyline was just so perfect. But in the end, Happy wins lol, I guess. But... Uh, yeah. Man, the games were so hyped. This was five maps in a row, just straight up bangers, complete batshit craziness. And I didn't know that we were on the front page on Sunday. I thought it would only be Friday. So I cast the last two games. And when I looked at Twitch chat or at my numbers here for the for the last time before I got completely soaked into the game, 
we were at like 8k or something there. That's pretty dope. And then the game is finished. I think Carson and I did the fifth map and Rebo just drops this. By the way, 13.5k viewers, guys. I lost it all. I couldn't even realize what just happened. I couldn't realize that we broke all of uh, almost all of our records. And that all of a sudden a community tournament has incredible numbers. That was all very, very hard to process and made me incredibly happy. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's, um, that's like, fuck you streamer money. Like that's like the, like the viewership. That's like the top 1%, you know? Pretty sure. Think yeah. about that. Think about that. Dude, that's your channel, man. It's Think about that. Pretty Top much. Top one percent. It's pretty much like StarCraft DreamHack Europe Finals or something. A little lower, maybe. It's like a really shitty CS:GO stream, but it's still amazing. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's uh, no, that's fantastic. I mean, that's uh, it's really good. Um, yeah, the storylines were great. The viewership was great. Um. Everything, everything was really cool. I mean, I I do agree that Happy Focus was the really, really good storyline to end on because Hitman's been saying that Focus is the best versus Undead right now with the Farseer Headhunters. Like, he's the best. He's doing it better than Lin. He's doing it better than everyone. So he definitely showcased that. I definitely... So I was on the couch. I passed out because I was doing late night streams and I would literally, like, go end my stream after nine hours and go on the couch and you guys would be just starting. So I was sleeping through most of it. But I remember tuning in, like... It was like zoning back in with two, two score, happy focus. And on autumn leaves, I thought focus was going to win. Like that was the most hype game five I've ever seen. Like focus was fucking this guy. And then happy just comes out of nowhere and micros right outside of the ogre magi, like the red in the, in the bottom, right? They took a huge fight outside the shop. And I was like, holy shit, is happy actually going to win this? It was such a good finals to end on. Um, where we, we were normally in every, like, look at an ESL cup, look at DreamHack. We're seeing 3-0, 3-0, Like, it's not competitive. It's not fun. It's not good. And War 3 Champions finally gets that 3-2, five-game series. And game five was incredible. I heard the games before that weren't that great, like the the buildup to the, the, the fifth game. But the fifth game definitely uh, paid, paid dividends for me. I really enjoyed watching that. Yeah, I felt almost all the games were pretty damn good. Uh one was focused with a better build, then two and three was happy with the great reaction, then focus found an answer on four, and then five was just the immovable object versus whatever it's called. That was just the two greatest. Um Yeah, that was sick. That was sick, sick, sick War Three Champions finals. Probably my f I don't know. I have a I'm not all too happy. Like now in hindsight, I'm really happy with this tournament, of course, as so often with War 3 Champions tournaments. But leading into this, uh, if like early adopters of the podcast will probably remember that we criticized season six quite a bit for how... Yeah, we, yeah, we did. For how everything was handled and organized. Um, so this time we started a little earlier. Um, but in the end, long story short... We were pretty lucky that things worked out. Um, I fucked up because I set up the wrong bracket. I, It was a double elimination bracket. And if you go from the winner bracket to the lower bracket, you have to cross one so you don't get the same pairings as in the first round. I fucked up the, pa uh, the, the crossing and that screwed with the schedule from day one and day two. So everything 
schedule-wise, is totally on me, and I screwed that up big time. Uh, sorry about that. We will learn. <laughs> I will learn from that. I know now how to do it. We're running, kind of running a sweatshop of Warcraft 3 players, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I know how to do a double elimination bracket now. Um, that is also the reason why so many games had to be played at the same time on Sunday and why Saturday was so short. This was all not planned. Um, thanks to Duro, who s saved the situation. I think Sephid as well for, for a while. Yeah, Duro saved that big time. Um, but in general, it felt like two days prior to the tournament, it was like, okay, is, is anything organized? Do the players know that like that there's a tournament? And in the end, yeah, everything turned out well. Floss spent day and night organizing this on the last few uh, meters, I'd say. But it was once again too much stress for an already overworked War 3 Champions team. And at some point they said, okay, this is the last one. Like, uh? Yeah, yeah, we thought about this for a while. I'm like, uh... Okay, we're going live in 10 minutes, but let's talk about this. <laughs> um, so... Oh, wow, they actually they actually spun that on you right before you went live on day one? Yeah, this was shortly before starting day one, I think. They literally said right before you're going live, oh, by the way, this is the last endgame tournament. Yeah, or we think about it. I don't really know the direct quote anymore, but it was real close prior to the tournament where it was pretty clear to me that they don't want to continue this. Um, wow. And I'm like, okay, of course it was in the back of my head and then there was this fuck up with the double crossing and it was a long day in general, but I, I okay, this, this this can't happen. This We can't lose this tournament. Like, the platform can't, cannot not have this tournament because it's mm -hmm. their biggest exposure. It's, the day where they get the most donations, where the most eyes are on them. Um, this is their little bit like BlizzCon, like, you know, um, this is where all eyes are on War 3 Champions. This is where we can feature some highlights where we take five minutes after every series or before every break to highlight War 3 Champions, to tell people that they are looking for more developers or more helping hands. And... What also caught me out of the blue is that server costs aren't really covered by us and the Patreon. It's like, whoa, that, or cost of operation or whatever you want to call it. I'm like, guys, you have to yeah, let people... Yeah, they pay people, a lot of money. You have to let people know. Like, do it like Wikipedia, mm -hmm. put a bar on the homepage. Like, at the moment, we cover 70% of everything uh, that War 3 Champions cost. Like, nobody is aware. I feel... I'm a pretty close associate, or I like to think, I I hope so, that I'm a pretty close associate to War 3 Champions, and I wasn't aware at all. I knew that they are pretty stressed, and it's not the greatest uh, atmosphere for them right now, because everybody is overworked a little bit, or worked out, burned out a little bit. But yeah, I didn't know that it was so close to getting the finals cancelled for, for Season 8, and that it's that that they are in the reds. That was crazy to me. Yeah, it's also like, I mean, not to be selfish, but like when they say we're shutting it down, I think we have an obligation to be like, oh no, you're not. <laughs> like, we're gonna do anything. This is like if we're breaking records and our channel's flourishing from it too, then there's gonna be an alternative. And there is an alternative, Neo. What is that alternative? We take over. Hell we yeah, do this dude. now. It's I think in the best interest. Uh, we can design this tournament in the way we want it for the broadcast. 
we have mm -hmm. a little more expertise in organizing tournaments than they have. And we can do a lot of cool shit, I think. Uh, of course, we have stuff like DreamHack as well. But apart from that, like you have DreamHack, uh, not DreamHack, you have uh, Dust League, of course. I have DreamHack uh, to organize and run. But apart from that, I feel like we can we can do another big tournament. I feel like we can do stuff that uh, they haven't seen before that, like... Spice it up. Um, I feel yeah. it was a little one-dimensional this time with only one-on-one. -on -one. It was also very sque squished together. It was all very uh, condensed, I think. We can lighten it up. We can blow it up. I got some good ideas for, for the finance. And I got, I got some cool ideas how to finance this better as well. I'm super excited for this. I know it's going to be... A shitload of work, and in the end, I will probably gonna rip my hairs out if they were still there. Thanks, Bidu, for that. But no I, problem. but I'm, I really want to fulfill myself a little there. I had this idea of a Walker Three convention before, where everybody comes together, like the people from Hive Workshop, the guys from Quenching, a couple of custom games uh, creators and stuff, and just celebrate the game all together. This could just be it. I think they should have done this a long time ago. And it's not because I think they're really bad at running endgame tournaments, which is besides the point. I just think, like, you're absolutely right. We just, they don't, they keep talking about we're volunteers, we don't have enough time, and, and we're okay with putting a shitty product out. Why? Like, this is capable of doing a lot more, and we are capable of picking up the ball and making it bigger. We just are. I mean, if they don't have the time to do it, which they probably don't, I mean... Uh, praise words do they run a great platform a lot of good, cool perks they just implemented russia central 2 which even cuts more ping from korea so like they're killing it that way but like when it comes to running a tournament it, they, they it, that ain't it you know what i mean and uh, they have more to gain from letting us do it too and this is a huge demo for us if we ever want to um run our own stuff and we're looking for funding and we want to just run a big tournament. This is a big demo for us too, to show that we can just take the ball and run with it. So it's a win-win. And I mean, absolutely. It's, it's just, it's just really good. Um, and uh, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be good. I don't think you're going to be pulling your hair out because at the end of the day, it's just going to be us boys figuring out together and it's going to be fine, man. I think it's, I think you're going to be surprised at how smooth it runs when we're in charge of everything. Yeah. But, honest. but, but you know how stressed I am one day prior to a dream hack. It just, that's just the way I am. What can go wrong? Possibly everything will go wrong. Did, did I test everything? Maybe not everything. Everything I didn't test and half of the things I did test will completely go wrong and everything will go to shit. That's me one day prior to dream hack. And it will probably be the same at both three champions as well. But the cool thing is, and that that's a win-win-win situation, I think, that uh, it's very, very unclear if War3 Champions is able to monetize them when it comes to, like, sponsorships and stuff. Because whenever they monetize something bigger, they could just get the plug pulled from Blizzard. They could just shut it down in no time. I think as long as it's a fan project and all, a third-party fan project, it's all good. But once there's heavy monetization, that's where things get yicky. And now we can run the tournament. We can look for sponsors for that specific tournament. Mm -hmm. 
that is run by us. We just use War 3 Champions as a platform, of course, but mm -hmm. the team, the company, the server has nothing really to do with that. We just celebrate the platform with... Uh, it's almost like having a... It's like having a scapegoat. Yeah. Take the, the spot, take the hit. You yeah, know pretty I mean? much. Um, which is, yeah, it's just overall, like you said, a win-win-win. Like, there's no bad thing that could come out of it. Worst case, we do it worse. Um, <laughs> which, I mean... I don't think so. I don't think so either, but uh, it's just tooting our own horn. But I think we're pretty good at this. And we have really good minds behind this. And I think, um, not to say War 3 Champions does it, but but they don't have the time. They don't have the time, and yeah. they've said they don't have the time. So this is obviously a great tournament. People love cross-server. That's what this weekend showed. People love fucking cross-server play. They want Europe against Asia. Uh, no NA in this tournament, unfortunately, but they want this cross-server shit. And if the players are down then let's just make it happen you know what i mean so this is this is a it's a great thing so yeah. it's i i think it's fantastic that Especially... we're taking that realm and i think it opens up tons of opportunity not just for the channel um but for them as well and it's getting better with the cross server every season like in season 6 when lawlight was playing against happy i think happy's play uh, ping was 2 and lawlight's ping was 160 or something so that was a little unfair this season we narrowed it down to i think uh, the ping difference was a uh, 100 and now the ping difference is like 40 or something this is going to be yeah. super cool and we have yeah, a lot great. of time we have like around 2 months of time pretty much exactly 2 months of time 2 months or 9 weeks something like that can come up with some cool shit. I can't wait to monetize it. <laughs> yeah, go do that. Do that. Take me long. Do that pitch deck, and off we go. Ride won't into take, the sunset. Won't take brother. me long. Won't take me long. And yeah. when I say I told you so. Yeah, I mean we have be, to go. We have to go all in with the 14k max viewers with uh, the amount of people watched. We have to take the numbers from season seven and just go. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about a really good way for War 3 Champions to monetize on their own, though. Um, you know how players have been bitching about, like, server vetoes and map... Or, like, not Ooh, even yeah. map vetoes. But, like, they're so e it's so easy to fill out a form, start a subscription, lock in an account. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. It's probably so easy to do, too. Fill out a form for a subscription to War 3 Champions, right? You register one account per subscription. $4.99, you get... If you make what? it subscription-based, then that's already risky for Blizzard to pull the plug. <clears throat> that's well, why They have free. a Patreon that's already subscription, no? No, that's... Like, it's open to everybody. It's a volunteer donation Okay, perfect. Based. Patreon perk, $4.99. What you get is added vetoes. So you get more map vetoes. I think there's only four. You're allowed to veto as much as you want for $4.99. You're allowed to veto servers you don't want to play on for the $4.99. And it's locked in per one account. So, for example, Hitman says, I want my server vetoes. I don't want to play on these shitty pings anymore. I don't care if I queue for 35 minutes. I want to play on US West only. So, $4.99, he registers Ludic, which is his account. He pays for $4.99. He gets whatever map vetoes, server vetoes. And then he's a he's a degenerate. So, when, once he can't find, he's going to build another account. And then he's going to upgrade Hitman for $4.99. And that's what you do. You want added perks? Pay for them. And players will pay for them. Those are two easy features that a $4.99 Patreon promo, you lock in your account. It's so easy to do. 
and you can monetize just like that. You know how many people would pay for that? So I know so many that would. Yeah, to have you the know option a lot of degenerates. That's pretty clear. 100%. But like, give them what they want, but make them pay for it. And right there, you just monetize through your Patreon and it's totally legit and it's going to bring you revenue stream. Dude, they must fucking pay so much for service. I thought it was 350 a month. Is it more than that? Yeah. Oh my God. A lot more or not much more? I don't know the exact number. Fuck me. Or hire me and I'll, I'll get I'll get you money, but I want I want to get paid too. <laughs> but like, so you can buy your sister man. a thousand dollar gift card next time. It, it it no, it's just it's as simple as saying it's as simple as looking at each other as a team and saying, listen, we need one person dedicated to creative ideas to monetize because yeah, right now everyone find, is just though. running around it's no, not easy to find I mean, because these people need to know what they're talking about then they need to have time for that then they need to be reliable um that's all if they don't if they don't implement the if they don't implement if they don't implement this patreon thing right now where you can have server vetoes and map vetoes then they're fools if they, okay. if they don't do that right now um why I, wouldn't they because if you veto servers, and I think we had this discussion a million freaking times, if you veto servers that hurt the integrity of the ladder, for example, if you can only play on, let's say, just as an example, don't pick on me because of this. If you only play on Mumbai, mm -hmm. with people who play on Mumbai, then you will mm -hmm. probably not meet the strongest people. Or let's say you only play on US South 2 wherever that is, then you only play North Americans. Of course, your win rate is going to be higher as if you meet the Asians all the time. Then yeah, for, the end of the tournament, can... for the end of the tournament, you are rank one with a 95% win rate, but you never met happy ones. You never met a colorful ones. You never met an infi ones. That's not the Maybe, same. Maybe, but you can, already, you can already influence that though with the unrestricted or eight hours. If I play a bunch of Koreans, I'll only play them once with the eight hour thing and then I can farm everyone else. Like, I think you don't it's really... do that. You can argue, you, but no, but I'm just saying the ladder integrity itself can already be manipulated. Yeah, but then it's even worse. So you I mean, pile how much worse shit is it going to be at the end, at the end of the? I mean, at the end of the day, there's four people queuing last night. Like it can't get it can't get much worse. I think it's a great idea. I think just try it out or have two separate ladders. Have the one where there's too much there's custom, no like the people that do. That. I don't know why you're nipping this in the bud. We haven't even tried it. Because there's there's not enough people for that. There's like, how many people are there? Five thousand or something? Three. There's 000? so many people, even at the lower leagues, that maybe they want they don't want to play that TS, but they're forced to because they already have Shattered Exile, Echo Isles, uh, Shallow Grave already vetoed. There's so many like good. You'll get the players to to buy into that if you have more map vetoes. Like all like okay, like screw, the server, win. screw the screw the server uh thing, which is obviously it, it's totally viable. But like you could literally do more map vetoes. You get unlimited map vetoes. But then you only you play, play on the best map for your race all the time. That's also unfair. That's pay to win, basically. In a light of four. Yes. Yes, four ninety nine pay to win, and we love them checks rolling Dude, no, in. Dude, no, we're not raid yes, shadow legends, or we are not. Yes, what we is do. It? Hey, if you're having a problem with the integrity of the ladder, how about it's invite only, baby? Wow, did we just monetize you and solve good player brackets? Invite only. Wow. That, that, that how did he do it? Invite only. That sounds like the War Three Arena idea by Josh that absolutely killed the freaking server. I don't know. <laughs> right now everything's working out. Okay. Um we we Why don't we just why don't we just plummet to zero then? 
Yeah, we plummet to zero. There's no way to monetize. It's over. We already uh, pitched this great idea of having Battle.net spammed by bots by you. And That's now another got, great idea. And now we I'm got this. I mean, they they should absolutely follow your lead. I really hope you don't like they don't hire you because uh, I will in the future be very reliant on your ideas for our project. So yeah, yeah I hope they don't, yeah, don't steal worry. you away. 50-50, I could think about I know you're that. Being, I know you're being sarcastic right now. I know you're being, sar- I know you're being sar- negotiations yeah. about I know you're being that. sarcastic. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. You have another week of vacation. I, I don't want to know what you come up with as well. Like, will you revolutionize uh, the gravity equation? Maybe. I don't know. You know what's in my head next? <laughs> I don't want to know. Subathon. <laughs> Subathon, baby. Back to Warcraft Subathon. 72 straight days of nothing but Warcraft 3 action brought to you by the kid himself. 72 days. Well, I don't know. It'd probably be like three, four days, but still, it's poggers. A subathon for Back to Warcraft. Nonstop Warcraft 3. That'd be pog. That would be pog. I'm full of them, dude. I'm full of them. I'm full of them. Our inbox is full of questions. Yes, I think we should get to them because there's so many and we yeah. just we just really went on to this uh, War 3 Champions rant. But at the end of the day, um, big shout out to them and uh, cool that they passed the baton over. We will take the ball and roll with it. They just keep working on what they're good at, which is running a sustainable platform that a lot of people enjoy. Um, and by the way, because we're taking over, feedback is important. Check the Reddit post out. Neo, if you want to pull that up while we're right before we transition over to Q&A, which is very important as well. There is a feedback thread on Reddit. It's been getting a lot of traction. We want your feedback. What did you like about season? What the fuck was it? Seven? What did you like about season seven? What did you hate about season seven? What do you want to see done better? Um, we're, t- we're, we're not Blizzard. We're going to read every comment and we're really going to uh, try to implement the best way to do this. Um, we, we're obviously, it's going to be a huge change for season eight. Like the, if we take over, which we are, it's going to be a drastic change, but I do think it's for the better, but we are definitely reading all these comments and uh, reddit.com slash WC3. Exactly. And feel free to think outside the box. We are not limited by anything. If you want to see a certain game mode, pitch it. If you want to see, I don't know, a certain person cast, pitch it. Um, If you can think of some stretch goals for the Macherino, pitch it. If you have any other idea uh, that what what we can do, um, just pitch it. Like, this is the first feedback gathering. If you got a tent, if you got a tent, just pitch it. No, go ahead, sorry. (laughs) Um, This is just the first, first round of ideas. So just put it all in there. Like... Let your fantasy flow and let us know what you want to see. Absolutely. Let's get to the Q&A. Because Lots we of are questions. Holy shit. So many, so many questions. questions. So Holy many questions. Shit. Yeah. It's actually, it's actually pretty ridiculous. Okay. The first question that we will tackle, well, we'll just tackle them in order because why would we ever prioritize anybody else over uh, anybody else? Nubaquakes with, no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. All right. There's a little comedic humor there. If you guys didn't get that. Okay. Save Orcas with the first question. Any news about next WGL? Is it in plans? Is it going to be a LAN event? I have no idea. Neo. I have no idea either. Moving on to the next question. Nether says, do you think a new patch is actually coming? <laughs> I have no idea. Wait, Neo. we had a patch today. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we, we did? Yeah. 
70 MB, no patch notes. Nobody know what that did. We had a patch today. Poggers. Mm-hmm. There you go, Nether. They're yeah. patching it up. There we go. We don't know what it is, but they're patching it up. So, okay, hold on. First of all, it wasn't a maintenance patch, right? Like, this is a legit patch. The, the version number is different from yesterday. Which is good, Nether. There's a team that is at least doing something. Okay, we saw the articles. There's a team working on it. I'm feeling more optimist, optimistic now, Nether. That was a very good question. I think you can rest soundly knowing that your chicken footprints will be addressed in the in, in a patch oncoming. Let's move Dude, on. Dude, you know to what another... they should really work on? Some 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 somebody sent it on Twitter. The Zeppelin footprints need need to be addressed. <laughs> Dude, people are loving it, right? My, my, I mean, you my, gotta, you gotta, my kind of shit. You gotta you gotta troll them, you know. Um, this is a really long question, so we'll we'll try to jump into this one. Don Delari with a zinger. It's actually really good. Can you um, say a lot of good points? Can you can you sum this up? That's a lot of words, brother. Yes, I will sum this up. Uh, Don Delari basically says, in a nutshell, do you think it's a problem or an advantage to all of these tournaments happening at once? And then the three points that he brings up is. Um, having a tournament to cast more or less every single day leaves less time and resources for you guys to work on backend development because we're always streaming. There's no time for a team meeting. There's no time to think about stuff. Is that do you so want the to next say point, something? The, ne- the, ne- the next point is... Um, Wait, I didn't also answer regard- that yet. No, no, no. I, I, it's, it's, it's in the same point. It's in the same topic. Ah. Because there's no point Wait. in... Uh, because there's no time for development, there's no time for story building, and tournaments are just kind of flying by. Ah. That's the first point. That's the first so point. go ahead. Okay. Am I allowed to answer this now, or do you... Yeah, want- go ahead. You, ha- you have my permission. Thank you, Mr. Boss Bidu. Uh, yeah, it's a double-edged sword. It's, of course, nice to have so many tournaments and to have so much content. Um, but on the other hand, it's absolutely right. Sometimes you don't have time to work on things in the back. I really wanted to give feedback to people in the past five days, but I just had no time because the days were so long. And that is why we got uh, Carson and to an extent Ricky as well to just do some casts so I can work on other stuff in the back and organize stuff and plan stuff and realize some new features or work with other people. Um, Yeah, that is definitely true. But that's why we have four casters now. Yeah, and I've been saying this for a long time just to give my answer on this. The back end part, I purposely go out of my way to be like, okay, listen, fuckheads, we have to talk about this shit because there's a lot of shit falling behind. So I do think that we handle it pretty well. Even if it's like not even a full meeting, we're still good at like, here's a point. What do you guys think about it? Okay, let's move on. You know what I mean? Like things do get addressed relatively quickly, even on the fly. Like Neo sometimes answers shit, which is like back end shit, right? Like 10 minutes in before a broadcast, sometimes during a broadcast. So, but sometimes the point it is, takes yes, two weeks. Sometimes it takes two weeks. <laughs> but the point is, yes, it does affect the back end. But uh, if you have a team that is where the ship is sailing the right way, then we're all aware of it. And we all try to address it as much as possible, but uh, that is a problem. Another one is the importance of results when there's literally tournaments all the time. Neo, Is it important when he wins one tournament on Saturday, but there's another one on Sunday? And who gives a shit, really? Like, is there importance to winning cups when there's one every single day? Mm. And players can have a hard time developing strategies. I agree that these are problems. Yeah, are they sure. bad problems that we fix by reducing more tournaments? I don't think we should ever reduce more tournaments um, ever. I think we should grow more actually just to raise the competition and raise like actual good organizing and, and trying to build like better brands and stuff. I think it's great. Obviously the more tournament results preaches, well, who's nobody's casting this. Maybe I will, maybe new casters come out of the, uh, the woodwork because they want to see a certain result. Right. Um, case in point GNL, 
all these new streamers that we see new casters coming in because they want that exposure for, for the gym clan, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a problem for players trying to develop strategies. Neo. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a double edged sword because you know, on the one side, it's really good to have so much content. And on the other side, you know, I just repeated myself the answer from the first question. That's why that was funny. That's fine. No, I laugh. You didn't. I'm laughing right now. You didn't. Wow. You're so mean, dude. I'm super glad when you're back and I can bully you again. Um, I think we are in a very, very sweet spot because we can cast the Asian tournaments in the morning. We can cast the European tournaments in the afternoon and early evening. And we can cast the American tournaments if there are some in the, like, at night for me. So we are in the absolute uh, sweet spot. The Asians couldn't really participate in the American tournaments if you're not Mikael and live through the night anyway. And the Americans will probably not participate in Asians. So we cast so much because we are in this super sweet spot. If you just look at the region separate, there is a couple of downtime or a little bit of downtime, I think. They don't have weekly cups, for example, or... At least I'm not aware of them. Shall we cup was a thing. There were a couple of cups, but now everything seems to be these uh, tier two events with like $5,000 prize pool and spent over a week. And there are breaks in between. Now, of course, last weekend we invited them uh, for War 3 Champions. So at the moment there were four tournaments every other weekend. That is absolutely true. But I feel there are some downtimes. Should there be more downtimes? Absolutely. I would love to have an actual off-season where there's nothing happening, nothing big happening for two weeks. So we can run our subathon. So we can take TM. a break and have vacation. So streamers and players can have vacation. Or so we can stream for 48 hours straight. <laughs> or players can uh, just theorycraft a lot and... and go into the hyperbolic time chamber and just grind super hard without showing their their hand in some tournaments before but on the other side Warcraft 3 is no League of Legends so very few players have a team very few players have a steady income except a couple of people who are streaming I guess or working on the side of course but if you are trying to be a full-time Warcraft player, you take every tournament you can get and try to get into the prize money ranks as often as you can get or stream your ass off to make that work. And I feel, especially in the Asian region, the Chinese region, people would just take the time and stream if there's time off. That is maybe a little different in Europe and America because here the focus is just not so much on becoming full-time what's my point uh there's one more there's one more if you want to if there's an off-season people would not take it i guess uh it makes it harder for players streaming as they always have to compete with an ongoing tournament or have to avoid streaming to hide strategies etc you can do a million other things you could do coaching you could do your preparation on stream um your of of course you would show your card but your opponent is most likely streaming at the same time as well and does he have the the energy to stream and then watch your stream to 
look at what you were streaming to prepare for that match? I don't think so. I don't know, man. This this. If you, All right. If 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 you compete with an ongoing tournament and you fall flat, then your your content is worse than the tournament. Then you should think about why your content is not competing with this tournament. For example, uh... wait, was that the angle he was taking? No, me. Like it's it it's oh, it reads that way, as they have to compete with ongoing tournaments. I think it he means it... like foggy not streaming for three weeks because WGL is coming up. You know what I mean? Like, but that's so no like, competition. Cause... They that is that is rather have to avoid streaming to hide strategies. But if you don't want to stream during a tournament, I think you absolutely should. Uh... Oh, you mean like Insup not streaming during the ESL America Cup because back to workout streaming it? That kind of shit. Yeah, for example, or oh, so, or okay. something else like even a tournament you're not playing. I think you should absolutely stream during the tournaments. I think you should absolutely stream uh, or be online whenever we hope are about to end the stream. So we hope you're gonna throw up. No, 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 it was just the hiccup. Oh, okay. And <laughs> if you are just doing the usual t- ladder stream for the twenty thousandth time, then of course the tournament is going to be more appealing. Are you doing a tier list though? Are you doing something creative? Are you doing some in-depth coaching? Um, you know, be creative. Do something. Maybe some super super seducer. <laughs> Maybe some. Be creative. Some super seducer. This is a great question. Dondolari does have another point, so we'll we'll jump onto this one. Um, how much is your roles when casting? Sometime uh, something you consciously work on, um, and how much is it just the way you guys are? Um, this is a follow up question to when I was talking to him in a Twitch chat about you know me and Carson having a more like American. A classical style of commentary with one play-by-play and one analyst color commentator when uh, compared to the less obvious role split between Remo and Neo. I can only speak about mine. I do think that Remo and Neo have like started to realize their roles lately as opposed to them not really caring before. But Carson and I, you know, we watch, we watch a lot of streams and casting. Like, we watched CSGO for years together. We watched StarCraft. Oh, I was in StarCraft 2 forever. I watch a lot of hockey commentary. So, like, I've always just, like, wrestling commentary. Like, I've always just been around people hyping events and hyping stuff. So, I've, I've always developed my own style and humor from that. And me and Carson never have to work at that. I've always just accepted that I'm going to be the funny happy jokester and if i'm going to ask for something I'm, it's going to be carson that delivers the analytics and we've never had that problem um and we don't have to work on it to answer your question uh it's just the way we are uh which is good and it allows for good cohesion and that's why me and carson get along so well um and neo you can answer on on your side but i don't think you guys really realized those roles until we came on and maybe explained them that's I don't think you guys ever cared. Absolute bullshit, brother. Uh, really? I cannot do... You always admitted that you don't know shit about the game? Yeah. <laughs> I cannot do the color commentary part. That's not my thing. I'm no. I'm the play-by-play guy. And the thing why it feels that we don't really do this is because Remo is kind of a hybrid and takes both roles at the same time or uh, is, is a more play by play color commentator than Carson is. There's clear, there's, there's a clear 
border between you two. There's there's a clear difference between what you guys do while Remo is casting a fight with 160 words per second, super energetic if he wants to. If he's not slouching in his chair, like always. Uh, do you like that he does that? I or hate do you, it. Would you prefer that he... Yeah. Absolutely You prefer he doesn't. It. Yeah. I mean, it's just body I language. I hate, it when, I hate it when Carson does it too, but to be honest, I don't really care that much, but... Um, I used to before because when I first came on, like we had our roles and like, know your role. Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? You're cutting my grass. But like now it's like, um, I think I, Oh what, wait, what's help- do you mean yeah, the slouching ahead. or do you mean the, when Remo is casting play by play? When Remo's taking over play by play. Oh, I don't mind at all because he's very good yeah, at that. Yeah. I hate the slouching just to make sure. Yeah, no, I used to care a lot when Carson did that because I was like, what the fuck, bro? But then um, I changed big time because at the end of the day, I look at the bigger picture now and what he's saying adds to that moment right there. I don't need to add more or chime in or do my role on top. Like, I don't need to step on his toes. He's got it in that moment, like 13 minutes in, he's got it. Then when I take over, if it's analytics or play by play, if whatever's needed, I jump in, but let the moment be the moment and don't try to force it. Cause before Carson would give his play by play and then I would give my play by play. And it was just like really shit. So like when <laughs> I just stopped saying like, like yeah, you let can the product do, be the- like, you don't have to do like, Play-by-play doesn't have to be super energetic, uh, triple-time cast. You can also, if you know that that your co-caster is doing something high energetic, then you see the fight is over, dust settles. You could come in with, like, with, with a super quiet voice, sum everything up, and like, oh my god, how is he ever supposed to come back from this? You know, just change the pace mm. and tell the story from here on out. That... And to be honest, if the orc's tier three and he's got like 700 gold and 700 wood, like he's probably going to put that tiny great hall down, you know? So how much analytics can you really fuck up <laughs> at certain stages? Uh, unless, you know, unless you're completely lost. But for the most part, like I dibs and dabble in anal- analytics too. And, and Carson sometimes says, that's a really good point. Or sometimes he'll say like, I don't know what you were saying there, but I just went with like during the break. There's a lot of times where he's like, I don't know what you just said there, but I just, I just nodded and yep. But Ricky, don't do that one again. And I'm like, okay. But uh, yeah, I think that was a very good, very good question. But the roles are are pretty well established, and you know that's why me and Remo or sorry, me and Neo suck together because we're both just hype dudes that don't know what the fuck's going on. I can I can take a step take, back. One of yeah, and then he just lets me rot uh, with all these <laughs> bad takes, and then I just want to get the fuck out of there. But that's a very good, que- <laughs> very nice, good question. Nice man, nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah, thank, thank you. Uh, Burning Blades, uh, big shout out to Don Delari. Thank you for being a profiteer and uh, great questions, by the way. Burning Blades, is there any consideration among the team to elevate and encourage other casters in the scene? Yes! Yes. I, uh, For example, Baron and OC Drummer, uh, to take on some of the smaller tournaments so that Back to Warcraft can focus more energy and effort into the larger events like War 3 Champions, ESL, WGL. If this tournament last week, this weekend has taught us anything, one, OC Drummer has tons of potential. And uh, I really, really like him. Baron also doing great work with the gym. There's a lot of other casters too. Yes, we definitely want more casters to do this. If War 3 Champions has taught us anything, it's that there wasn't enough casters because some of the games weren't being broadcasted, right? And sometimes Todd was casting one day and he wasn't. So we definitely encourage more people uh, to to step up and do it. I think it, it lights a fire in our bellies too because sometimes when, when you're a monopoly, you don't change or adapt and there's no competition out there. But Burning Bla- uh, OC Drummer's... 
one cast away from replacing me if we're being honest so uh i like it keeps me on my toes and i think it's definitely encouraged neo and he's super likable at the same time as well like two, okay, well, you didn't have to add two, that. You didn't have two to add things that, part. that that you don't have at the moment. No, you didn't uh, have to add that part. He did get an SM7B though. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so he's. I yeah. tuned into him. I think he was a little tired at the very end. wasn't used to the grind. But I I can totally see what you mentioned last week. Like this kid knows when to go hype. Uh, knows when to sum things up. That was that was cool. And he's yeah, as I said, super likable. So what I really 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 want is especially for War 3 champions tournaments is to provide a clean feed so that everyone can stream everything they want um of course if there's a need for a b stream because there's two games at the same time then we can't provide two clean feeds but i would love for yeah just everybody who wants to do a stream um we are, of course, the number one thing, but maybe people want to have more deep dive analysis. Then I would love to have a stream by, let's say, Side and Armin and Hippo, who can go even more into the ins and outs. Maybe it would be cool to have a newbie stream. Let's say three GNL coaches come together and they don't have to go super overboard with the hype. They just have to explain things from the ground up. Um, th there can always be different approaches to streams, of course. Um, I would love that, for example. And yeah, at the moment, I like we just picked up R Ricky and Carson half a year ago. It feels like forever already, but it's... It does. Yeah, it does. It does. I'm distracted. <laughs> I have to do something else. I'm too busy. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's just half a year ago. It feels very natural at the moment. Um, I... Like, in the end, we still have to get a certain number of hours. And uh, Remo and I have to be present for a certain amount of hours to, like, to just represent the brand on stream. There's no way around that. Uh, so I don't think I would save too much time casting. I would still cast an ESL Cup. Also, I love that shit. Like, I love the Bronze Cups almost even more. I loved GNL mm -hmm. last week so much. That was good, eh? I'm that a, was good. I'm a grassroots like kind of guy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I would rather cast this oftentimes over the Asian tournaments at noon, if I'm honest. That's that's a lot more fun because I, I'm a dumbass who doesn't understand things too much. Uh, of course, if they are big and uh, there's su super hype around it, then for sure I'm going to do these big tournaments as well. And I'm always super hyped for DreamHack. But man, I'm... I was I was screaming my ass off for these GNL matches when this one guy was zero three before and then it's the last uh, match of of the season and he finally breaks his losing streak and all this is cool man this is so much fun but yeah I also like to have time off that's for sure uh, so at the moment no but we encourage everybody if every if any caster has a question. Uh, for example, gods, I still have to reply to him. I'm very, very sorry. But they can always approach us. We always answer as best as we can. Uh, I like to share stuff about production. I like to share stuff about, like, Orga. I don't know what to do with Warcraft. So a little bit of social media, like the baby steps that we had to learn in months. We can just pass this information to them. So they don't have to spend months on it, but maybe weeks and then can cast more and more successful, etc., etc., etc. So yeah, we encourage everybody, I hope. 
It's a good answer. Thank you. It's a, it's a really good answer. Good question, Burning Blades. And thank you for being a... Is he, a, he moved up, didn't he? I'm not too sure. He should. I think, I think he moved up. I don't think he's... Uh, Buffering, 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 <laughs> buffering, buffering, buffering. Why? Uh, Burning Blades is a profiteer. Thank you for your question, Wonderful. my good sir. Um, That's another one. For another me, one. Right? Well, yeah, he's got another one, so I'm not even done. Oh, Jesus. Uh, additionally, what advice would you give to anyone who is wanting to support and help behind the scenes tournaments besides the obvious ways of donating or watching? Um, uh, I don't. I know there's a lot of skilled people that mind pitching in when they have free time. Thanks, you guys are the best. Thank you. I had to add that last part because it was a nice compliment and I like to feel good. Uh, what advice do you have? Anyone that's wanting to support and help behind the scenes besides donating and watching? I would say talking about it, write something on Reddit, get some buzz, tweet about it, tweet a hot take, not even a hot take, just any take. Be like, wow, this stream is going really good. Um, just really getting it out there. And Dude. the best way I would say is maybe like an article or maybe like a, a Reddit thread. I mean, you can really just Reddit thread like anything, like as simple as, wow, this game five is really cool. Like that's how simple it is. Just get it out there. And that's going to help a lot of TOs and a lot of tournaments. And it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to allow us to prove that people do care about this. People are talking about it. And it's not just, it's not just something that passes people by. Like, this is something that people really care about. I mean, besides watching and donating, those are the two biggest ones, I would say, is, is tuning in. And then, of, of course, uh, financial support. But, Neil? Uh, a little bit of a different take. Um, that is pretty specific towards us now, as back to Warcraft or as a tournament organizer. Um, if you have a suggestion, please let us know. We get almost zero constructive feedback on anything. So mm. if, if if you have some feedback, please let us know. And then if you're specialized in some sort of field, like let's say uh, you're a graphic artist, then you want to help. Then look at what we got and take a single piece that you would do better. For example, I'm a graphic artist. I look at our YouTube thumbnails and I see they are horseshit. So I would come up with a draft and approach me or send me an email or send me a Discord DM like, hey, brother, uh, I'm this and this and this. My name is whatever. I'm a graphic artist. Here's my portfolio. Uh, I thought about how I can improve your shit and here's the draft and I would love to do this for you. Um, of course, we, we can... In, in if it's a lot of work we, we can pay a little bit or something um and and this goes for pretty much everything like hey i looked at your social media and it would be super cool if you could do this and this like i saw this instagram story by streamer x and y this could be something for you just uh, i think it's not enough anymore to give uh general like something general it has to be somewhat specific um so we almost need specialists to improve from the status quo so yeah i, I would love to or for for people to pick a certain topic uh let me know how it could be improved and if you are the guy to improve that then of course hey let's let's work something out that would be dope or if there's a sales 
person that said, hey, I can do a pitch deck for you and I got a list. We can just approach them together. Let's go. You son of a bitch. I just want to get you out of a job. You know that. Or... Uh, <laughs> Just walks off the fucking. It's fine. I can go on. I, I knew you were gonna. I, I knew you were gonna do that. Too. I, can, I knew you were gonna I take can, a shot. I, I knew it. I can go on and on and on. Or uh, you're an audio engineer or whatever, and you listen to the stream like, ah, oh, this sound on on Carson's mic is bothering me forever. That's then, a good point. Then just let us know, man. We are idiots when it comes to high professional shit or just professional shit we just gobble yeah. stuff up that we see along the way and put it together with sticks and stones and tape and it's somehow working and it's somewhat shiny and it's somewhat good but in the end it's just glued together um yeah that that would be that would be really good yeah i agree you guys need a lot of work on that and i think um yeah i think you guys should <laughs> i think you guys should definitely um that's a really good point. I didn't even think about that. Like if you have expertise that can actually help. Cause I think a lot of people believe that we're a giant team and this is a giant production, but it's really just you or it's really just me. You know what I mean? Like, or Carson or Remo, like there's no big production team going and intro and go to break. Okay. Cue the mute. Like there's none of that. Like it's just, it's just us on the fly. So that's oh a really God. good point. Did you by point. the way ever see a professional TV production work? Um, yeah, it's pretty nuts. Don't they go like pan five? Get the get that fucking thing off! It's get, so they're sick. Nuts, you saw dude. that? It's CM crazy. Punk thing I saw as the well? Super Bowl one. Ah, Super Bowl. Yeah, I saw the uh, Super Bowl one. C yeah, it's C pretty Punk nuts. They're like, okay, pan up, pan up. Why are her tits on the screen? Get her fucking tits <laughs> off. Pan five, 16, 16, What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it's nuts, dude. It's, it's so, so crazy. I love that shit. I wish that I could talk to you guys that way. Um, <laughs> one last. <laughs> Thank you for the question, Brady Blades. <laughs> last one is from Dave. He snuck one in there. Hey, Dave. Um, Hey, what's going on, Dave? If there are any confirmation of new maps, and I heard a new hero rumor, wanted to see if it was legit. Wow, is there any confirmation of new maps, and I heard a new hero rumor? I mean, there are new maps, like Shattered Shattered Exile, Shallow Grave are, are newish maps. Echo Wilds 2.0. Uh, for the most part, I don't really know. What do you know? I just realized how he got that thought. So new maps um, is something that is that is worked on uh, for ESL and DreamHack for sure. And do you know why he might think that there's a rumor about a new hero? Because maybe we shouted out new hero Masuda, our mod, and Atman. And maybe he was just hearing with half an ear. And he thought oh somebody is talking about a new hero. But we are Thanks talking about hero. the person new hero. New hero, the ad, the mod. Yeah. In back to workout. I Twitch think chat. That's, wow. that's how that happened. Dave got bamboozled that by a, a mod. Big time. That's an ankle burner for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. There's definitely no rumors or, or anything about a new hero. There is a mod on back to workout named new hero underscore Masuda. He's the super sweetheart. Wow. He got as well. flipped. He got, he's tripping out right now. He's like, is it a Naga? What is it? Oh my God. Is it Jaud? Is Jaud coming back? He's tripping balls. No, Dave, it's, uh, Sorry. it's all good, man. It's all good. That's pretty funny. And that's a good way to end, uh, episode 23. Yeah, I think so too. That was a really, that was a, that was a good one, man. Good. When you see me, I will be back. When we record the next one, I will be back and stronger than ever. Neo's rolling his eyes, but he misses me deep down in his heart. He needs me on that wall. He wants me on that wall. You know what that's from? 
A Few Good Men. That's a that's a good Jack Nicholson classic right there. Neo, I will leave the final words to you because I know you're going to take them anyway. Go ahead. I'm off playing Final Fantasy 14. Bye-bye. <laughs>